Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Uniprep, the only blog that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. Today, we will be talking about finals and midterms, libraries, and your freshman year on campus. Let's not waste any time and delve right in. So, question one. How hard are they? Now, when referring to college midterms and finals, they are not, they are the monsters of legend. Um, but according to many people, unless the professor isn't that great at teaching, or the course is like generally hard, like you're gonna know from the beginning of the year if it's hard, and they aren't they aren't as impossible as people say they are. Although, be prepared to stay up hours into the night studying for them, and probably the first for the two weeks before it. Um, aptly named midterm week and finals week, you're going to be staying up really late. Uh, compared to high school finals, they're a huge step up though, so you need to be prepared for that. Moving on to the next uh, question. <laughs> How much uh, do they account for your grade? Now, there's no set score or percentage for how much the midterm and final are worth because it depends on your school and your teacher. That being said, the majority of it is something like this. The midterm is worth around 10% of your grade and your final is worth anywhere from 10 to 20% of your grade. So in total, 20 to 30% of your grade is midterm and final. However, it doesn't have to be this way at all and your teacher can make the final worth half the year. If they wanted to, they could do that. So. It, there's no set numbers, what I'm saying. Moving on. How stressful are they? Uh, like I said, they can be worth potentially a lot of your total grade, and they are way harder than the high school finals that you may be used to, which, while hard, well, they're nothing compared to the college finals. And they're, they are stressful, I'm not going to doubt that, but... This shouldn't be too much to bear. After all, it really is only one week of intense studying, or two, I guess, in which you will consequently do because you are stressed. Um, it doesn't help that much. <clears throat> it doesn't help that pretty much every college has a myth about how if you do something specific, uh, you won't pass the final exam, which touring colleges, that was probably the funniest part, just listening to each one. Uh, for example, most of them are the same, where it's if you walk through the gate, um, uh, the main gate, you will not pass. Some of them are something like at UPenn, if you step on the compass, you won't pass your finals or midterms. So, just a funny tidbit. So, if it isn't really that hard, that begs the question. How much do I need to study, senor? So... Your final contains things from the whole academic year and your midterm from half the year, obviously. You'll take multiple in one week, most likely. They, they can be a bit before or a bit after, but they're mostly going to be concentrated in one week. Now, don't be a person who stays up all night before and just reads the entire book. You want to start earlier because they aren't sprints of studying. They're marathons. So... You should most likely start two weeks before or something like that. Um, the best tip is probably to start studying the hardest subject and 
um, then go on to things that you know will be on the test. So by the time you get there, you just really need to like clean up a few things that you need to study. Uh, it might also help you to study in groups. For some people, it does. And the last question of this topic. Which one is the worse? Now, many people will wholeheartedly agree that obviously the final is harder. It is the whole year and it is probably worth more. However, there is an argument to be made for the midterm being harder. Uh, the fact that it is early for that class, um, it might be your first taste of really hard work from that teacher. Because usually the way colleges do it is the second half of the year is when more work is given. So the midterm might very well be the first test you get. Um, it is also in the middle of normal life. So you have to worry about homework and other things during this time. In finals week, everyone realizes it's, it's finals week and there are a lot of finals then. So a lot of things shut down. Like not shut down, but lessened. So you're not going to get homework. Um, you're probably not going to have sports practice if you are on a sports team, stuff like that. Now, moving on to the next topic. I know, I know it isn't the most exciting thing, but hey, libraries are important. So, the first question, are libraries accessible? Yes, libraries are wholeheartedly accessible on any campus. They're also very easy to find, usually towards the center of campus. They're the uh, heart of the campus, so to say. Not only that, but you can enter it at any time on any day of the week. 24-7. You are most likely going to be using it as a place to study or to collaborate with friends potentially on projects. So if you want, if you wanted to stroll in at 2.30 in the morning, you can. Campus libraries also boast many shelves full of books just for their students to use. And the next uh, question, are there enough resources in them, my friend? There are usually enough books in there to fulfill your needs, especially if it is a more private college where they'll have a ton of books. For example, Princeton just has mm, so many books. Uh, however, there are not just books anymore. Now, libraries are home to computer resources and 3D printers too. Hooray! Even if you can't find something in a book, it is most likely online. And if it isn't, the campus can listen to this, always order the book from another library in the area. So there's always a way to get the books. And if you're not going to use the books, they all have computer resources. So very helpful either way. And now moving on to the next question. How are they organized? Libraries are usually organized in a clever way with layers of floors. Now what this means is so you'll, you'll start on the, on the bottom floor, which is for people who want to collaborate, and they'll talk. Next, the more floors you go up, the quieter it gets. The third or fourth floor might have some whispering, um, some talking and such, but once you reach the top, it is dead silence. It is so quiet that the loudest thing is a page turning or a pen falling on the floor. Most people who study don't want to have a lot of people talking, but a lot of people just can't study in dead silence, so they'll opt for the middle floors. Moving on to the next question. Are they a good places to study? Uh, yes, uh, libraries are very good places for studying. Who would have thought? 
One of the reasons is that it is a place that is made for studying. You don't feel trapped in there, and there are plenty of places for you to study in a group, so you don't feel uncomfortable in it. Um, the people are friendly, the librarians are helpful, which I'll go on into later. The floors higher up are quiet, as I've said, so if you prefer silence, there's a floor for you. What I'm saying, basically, is that there's definitely a place for anyone who wants to study in the library, because sometimes you really don't want to study in your dorm. And now, moving on to the last question of this topic, do the librarians help? Yes, librarians are very helpful to ask during your years at college. Who would have thought? They know a lot, and they can help you on an array of things. Simple things, such as where to find resources, where to find books, but they're also there to help you on more complicated things, such as what to use to create a project, or the proper way to cite work if you've done it wrong and you want to show them. Many people don't ask for help from librarians, so if you do, you'll stand out more and it may help you out. In fact, um, something that I've read, which is things that you should do in college that a lot of people don't, this was on the list quite near the top, actually. Now, for the last topic, everyone knows it sucks to be a freshman, so how bad is it really? With the first question, is it hard to get adjusted? Now, as a freshman, it can be hard to get adjusted to new life at college, potentially far away from your house too. Uh, you have to get used to not having your family with you, taking new classes that are probably harder than your high school classes, and having to make new friends who are not from your home. It can be hard, and not everybody can successfully do it right away. It may take a while for you to get adjusted. It, it might even leak into sophomore year adjustment. But don't be discouraged, because it will always work out for you from what I have read from the experiences of other freshmen. And now, moving on to the next question. Who helps you? Uh, fret not. Nah, there is all, fret not, there is for every area of an apartment a senior dorm leader. The name may be different for other schools, but for one that I have toured, they called it senior dorm leader. So that's what I'm going to call it for this question. They organize activities so that your freshman dorm can get to know each other, and they'll also help you with freshman things, such as navigating the campus if you are lost, uh, which plenty of people do, so it's okay. We all do it. Uh, after freshman year, you will move into new apartments, so you won't have senior leaders anymore. Um, but you know, at that point, you don't really need them because you're a sophomore and you already had a year of experience. And hey, come senior year, you can be one as well. So that's something to look forward to. Moving on to the next uh, question. Is there leeway for a freshman? Now, after that, it may seem like there's no hope as a freshman, but fear not, for you will have some leeway. Mostly more so at the beginning of the year, but still some leeway. Uh, for example, some assignments that you didn't do might not count, or the teacher will just ask you to do them again. Honestly, if there's one thing the freshmen do wrong is that they don't ask about things. Many things can be changed when with asking, such as a roommate that you do not like. If you ask to change your roommate, the college will let you change your roommate. Um... And if you're late to class, like, 
they'll be more forgiving on you than if you were a senior. Stuff like that. And moving on. Ah, there are special things organized. Now, as I said, there are a plethora of things organized by both dorm leaders and the college itself to help freshmen to learn the school. Um, the thing is organized by dorm leaders. I've already been kind of through it already, so I'll just repeat it in short. Uh, movie nights, uh, small trips, things like that. Um, I, think, I guess they'll also provide the food, so I guess that's a free lunch. Uh, the things that colleges organize, because they do organize things, are things like meetups or for the whole freshman year or concerts or something like that. And sometimes specific clubs or the college itself will organize a fundraiser. And that can be that can be fun too. And now for the last question of the day. What's the hardest thing, mate? What is the hardest thing as a freshman? Now, there are a few hard things about getting to college away about going to college away for the first year. The first can be getting used to the workload and getting used to the campus. Since many people don't like to get lost on campus, they're really embarrassed. Um, it can also be making new friends that is hard since you're so used to your high school friends. But with so many events and with all classes that it shouldn't be that hard to meet someone um, who you have something in common with. Um, the workload thing, if you are at a fairly hard high school, then the workload should shouldn't seem that bad. And the most agreed upon worst thing has to be the fact that you aren't with your family for the first time, which obviously is self-explanatory. It's hard to live by yourself for the first time when you've never done it. And now we move on to the final part of every episode. Uh, the part that definitely everyone likes and nobody dislikes, the part where I make fun of some college emails. Now, we're going to start off pretty light today because um, the college emails have been getting either more repetitive, so I don't feel like repeating the same things, or they're getting better, and I don't know which is worse. <laughs> uh, so we have a, a fairly mild one from Wagner College titled, The World's Greatest City. And uh, I'm assuming they're talking about the college, but I don't know. Um, where is this one? Ah, there we go, New York. So I guess we agree to one thing. It is the best city. Um, a lot of these right now, because it's uh, May, are giving me like last to last call for per um, like buying things from them. And speaking of buying things, like. A lot of them have these things where it's um, like a guide to college or a guide to that college. And if I haven't applied to your school, why are you giving me a guide to your college? It just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't seem to make sense at all. Why you would give me a guide? Well, I'm not applied to your college. Um, and then there was a funny one. It's <laughs> I hope you get this message. <laughs> I hope so too. Uh, here we go. Here's a final chance one. And this one is simply answer one quick question about your college search. Once you do, I'll send you five just release ideas for getting into the college of your choice. Well, I'm sorry, Stony Brook, but you're not the college of my choice. And our last thing we have is, um, was it this one or this one? 
Ah, here we go. It is the University of Texas State. Um, I think I've said this before, but I don't get why state universities are advertising, but whatever. I don't feel like going all the way to Texas. Well, that is all we have time for today. I hope do hope you have enjoyed this installment of Uniprep and the only blog that helps you answer all of your college questions and concerns. I hope you will catch the next episode. Goodbye.